welcome to another episode of your favorite gaming podcast, Cutscenes and Cupcakes. I'm I am Marley. I to it. I am Marley, and <laughs> I am. You <Steph>. guys are. <laughs> hey, I'm Lindsay. <laughs> we oh are professional goodness. podcaster at what point can we just call ourselves we're not making money like i'll be frank <laughs> but i feel like we've been doing this long enough and we have a little bit of street cred someone recognized us on the street which was literally really cool on the street yeah and, and been- in an elevator with a parking garage yeah, remember that? in an elevator parking garage. And we've been crazy. on a couple different like podcasts, comic con. So yeah, I'm going to call us professional podcasters. Yeah. Maybe yeah, one we, day we'll earn money, but right now we are too legit to quit. Too legit to quit. <laughs> legit. What? Well, no, I'm unlegit. Why can so I only quit. think what's his, <laughs> Who is and, that? Andy Samberg. The only name I could think of was Brandon Sanderson. Oh my god! Like, I know that's not right. <laughs> no, he is a fantasy author. Yes, I've never read any of his works. We're talking about a comedian yes. and actor. Oh, did you guys? Speaking of Andy Samberg, did you see that video game that he's going to be in? That's like making fun of sword and sorcery. No, that's I'm going to look that up. What? This is our little gaming news. Look it up while you're looking it up. We have some um, personal news for this one. We're going to do a podcast. Yeah. A podcast announcement that Marley's getting hitched. Woohoo! Her boyfriend and friend of the podcast, Jason, <laughs> popped a big question a couple Yay! days ago. Lindsay and I were there. We I'm didn't excited. see it, but we could celebrate with them after. Yes. And celebrate, we did. We did. We had pizza. It was pizza. great. Mm-hmm. And Starburst. So, yay. Mm. Congratulations, Marley. We're very excited Thank for you. you. I'm very we'll excited, have, too. We'll have to do a Cutscenes and Cupcakes wedding picture. That'll be cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yay. And then maybe in the future, I have to do another one. Yeah, maybe. Did, maybe. You, find, did you find your I news? Have, I cannot confirm or deny any such situation at this time. <laughs> So another news while Lindsay's looking for something. I already I'd- found it, oh, but fine. keep going. <laughs> I just going to say it's the night of the summer solstice. So happy summer. Yay. Tomorrow. Yay. I it's love been summer. A hundred degrees in Utah, but like, it's for the past like two weeks. Oh tomorrow's my God. officially summer. So there you go. Hooray. <laughs> so glad it's starting. Right. <laughs> so the Andy Samberg, um, Let's see. It says Borderlands developer Gearbox and 2K Games announced a new fantasy shooter called Tiny Tina's Wonderlands on Thursday at Summer Games Fest. It has an all-star cast, including Andy Samberg, Will Arnett, Wanda Sykes, and Ashley Birch, who is um, Aloy, if you didn't know. Oh, nice. Um, The new game is set to launch in early 2022. Whoa, I haven't heard anything about this game. It's a high fantasy looter shooter. It, it Watch the trailer for it. It looks really quirky and odd. Um, looter shooter? I've not, I don't know if I've heard that term. The looter shooter. I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. but <laughs> We I just love ourselves heard. a good rhyme. Yes. I've never heard that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, after this, we'll have to watch the trailer because it looks wild. 
<laughs> wow. See what I did there. <laughs> uh, um, it was the last week, this last week, the week before E3. A kind of underwhelming E3. Yeah, Throw that certainly. out there. So, yeah. I think Ninten- there were some cool Nintendo announcements. Yeah, Nintendo there. came out pretty strong. Nintendo Direct was pretty interesting this year. PlayStation didn't show up, which isn't surprising. They haven't for the last few E3s because they are snobs. They do their own thing. Yeah. I guess you're big enough. You can do that. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I suppose if you're Sony, <laughs> you can get away with stuff like that. <laughs> okay, well, Nintendo's huge. I know it's not know. like comparable. Like, Yeah, no. But, like, I feel like Nintendo, the name, is more recognizable than Sony. Yeah. Well, and even Microsoft and Xbox, you know, like, I don't know. I think, I feel like all three of those could do their own thing. But it is nice when they get together and collaborate and they're just like, hey, we have all these cool things coming our way, you know. So Sony Sony could be a little, play a little bit nicer in the in the pond with all the friends, but. They do not. They just choose not to. So it's like, okay, they- fine. Are our souls? There are souls. Our souls. <laughs> you guys, I'm so sleepy. I, I wish I could blame like my slurry, my slurred speech <laughs> on being drunk or something, but no, it's nothing exciting other than being sleepy. You're sleep drunk, but I in the way that you haven't had it, <laughs> being a cute, cute mom of two, and they are the cutest <laughs> kids. They are cute. So, I sure like them. So what? What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today? What? What? What has brought us here together today? So last week we did a I don't know special episode is how we want to call them. A group project. <laughs> uh, yeah, or like to call not it a, out. Not a. Oh well, I was going to call it out. A singles project. Okay. Where I talk about a game that I've played and you two have not. But you've joined me on several of the streams. On many, many of the streamings of it. So the last few yes. months I've been streaming Little Nightmares 1 and 2. Um, Yay. If you don't know what Little Nightmares is, are. The Little Nightmares are. Is. Arsers. The Little Nightmares series is. <laughs> I think Lindsay was going to give us a little introduction I do. I have the uh, Wikipedia page pulled up right here because we are professional. Um, Should we dive in? Oh, Oh, yes. Lindsay. Marley, you get to say it because you remembered this time. Let's dive in. Excellent. (laughs) Very well done. Little Nightmares is a puzzle platform horror adventure game developed by Tarsier or Tarsier. I really couldn't tell you. Tarzier Studios and published by Bandai Namco Entertainment for Microsoft Windows, Switch, blah, 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 blah. Um, set in a mysterious world, Little Nightmares follows the journey of Six, a hungry little girl who must escape the Maw, an iron vessel inhabited by monstrous, twisted beings. The game received positive reviews upon release with critics praising its atmosphere, graphics, and sound while criticizing its checkpoint system and short length. A prequel, Little Nightmares 2, was released in February 2021. This year? Yes. Recently. Like, very. Were we done? 
Or uh, I can read a little bit more about uh, Little I just didn't want to interrupt you. Okay. I would uh, never interrupt anyone ever. The story wow. It's really not the like me to try to interrupt game. people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're very good at it. Not in my character. Um, follows Mono, who must work together with Six, the protagonist from the previous game, to survive the horrors of Pale City and discover its dark secrets. I didn't know it had a name. Pale City? It, oh, oh this, yeah. yeah. The first one is The Maw, the second one is Pale City. And I believe oh, I guess it's, I know that. it's Mono, because it's like the number, or like singular. Oh. Mono. Hmm. Or like mononucleosis. Yeah, just that like that. One nucleosis. <laughs> okay, or so mono. Wait, is it mono? Wait, what's the disease that's mono? Is it mononucleosis? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the that's <laughs> the kissing disease. Yeah, I never had it. Marley knows all about that. Yeah. No, I really Has, don't. Do you have <laughs> Lindsay? You had mono. No, I've just been tired since I was fifteen. <laughs> 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 I swear you had mono at one point. No, I just I just have several other conditions which make me tired. Okay. Like depression. But, but not mono. I've I, also never had mono. This is now a, a podcast about mononucleosis. Do you think we would all get mono if which we all none of us have had? No, because none of us have mono. <laughs> I don't think we could just get it by kissing. <laughs> Yeah, the, co- the COVID vaccine took care of it. It's fine. We're all good. We're clean. Oh, good. That's good to know. Yeah. Didn't you know it covers like a whole bunch of other diseases? Like mono? Yeah. <laughs> this is not real information. <laughs> I feel like we're not um, science people. We're not. Apple is going not to flag the CDC. us. This is a parody. This is a parody. We were talking to my daughter about mask wearing. Cause she's like, do you have to wear a mask at the movie theater? Like not anymore. Like most people are getting vaccinated. People still can if they want to. And she's like, Oh, so it's all gone. And we're like, well, no. And she's like, Oh, so mommy caused COVID. And we're what? Like, what? Where did How she go from, from that to that? <laughs> she's a four year old. I don't know. So sorry about the COVID you guys, you two got it. And I didn't, oh. but I caused it. So. You caused it. Your- fault is all my fault so little anyways nightmares. Little nightmares. <laughs> if you okay so i think i started playing this because the cover art is very like intriguing you are a little person and you are in a big world and you're a little person in like a little yellow raincoat and it, it's like it's a dark video game. So very, like, I think it gave me very big, like, Coraline feels, if you've watched oh, yeah. the movie mm-hmm. Coraline. Kind of Tim Burton-ish. Yeah. Very stylish. Tim yeah, Burton. T- Tim Burton is a great way to describe it. So you're a little person walking through this big world, and you don't quite know what's going on. So the first world is called The Maw, which is all about being hungry. And you as little six are so hungry. You have, um, at one point... Like you're going, you're doing your thing and you're so hungry that you eat a rat, which was horrifying to me. Is that traumatizing for you? I don't like rodents. I don't do rodent stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys are involved in rodent stuff, but I am not. (laughs) Nope, not, not at all. My cousin at one point had rats. I am the rat king. (laughs) And I hated that. (laughs) They're bringing you pizza in New York during the whole rat thing. 
pizza, pizza wrap. Cut that out because I was that joke did not land. No, I, I know no, that's no, how no, this. I'm not cutting it out. I know this how that yeah, video goes. Play it twice so Stephanie's failure of a joke. <laughs> I don't think she's going like to do that either. Double recorded. <laughs> so yeah, you can tell that six editing. is so hungry. She just wants to mm-hmm. get to a place where she can eat, but you're surrounded by people who are like gluttonous, big people eating everything. Ooh. Yeah, like disturbing amounts of things, like shoveling things into their mouths. And you're like this little person who can't have any food. Um, You come across, okay, so yeah, it's a very stylized game. It's very like cool looking. And then you come across the um, bad guys and you guys, the bad guys are scary as hell. Yes, they are. Yes. (laughs) For the first game, your bad guys include um, the janitor who has long limbs. So, like, you're kind of going through, like, air ducts. You're going under things and over things. They're like, I'm good. I'll go up in the ceiling beams. But, no, this guy with long-ass arms is going to get you and eat you and eat you. He's going to grab you and eat you. Yeah. Um, It's so creepy. (laughs) I think... Little Nightmares gave me some of the best screen grabs from my streaming. Yeah. My streaming career. There, real quick, there are clips that we saved on our Twitch channel. So you can, even though you can't go back and watch the full streams, there are the clips from the from those videos that you can go watch. So you guys definitely need to go back and find those. There's some really great moments. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying i was also pregnant at the time so like emotionally charged as well so (laughs) Uh, another one of the bad guys is the chef who um again going to eat you has oh he was scary yeah he was like he was like the mar not the marlboro man like the michelin man like a big pile of goo oh he's gross i just yeah yeah. He looks like a humanoid version of the ghost from um like the Slimer ghost from, oh, Ghostbusters. from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yes. But like a horror version of that. Yeah. With a chef hat that looks like um I'm not gonna say what that looks like. Well, and he has a twin brother, <laughs> so don't worry. I see that. And he also have a chef's hat that looks like something I can't say to keep our <laughs> ratings. Toothpaste? <laughs> yeah, toothpaste. <laughs> More like a toothpaste oh container. <laughs> um, and then the final boss is um, a woman in a kimono with a... Oh, I wanted to say she has a kabuki mask, but that might be... She's in a kimono for sure. And then you think you've won... Remember. But you have to keep playing and you find out like you're so hungry. You eat one of your little helper gnome friends and you're just like kind of horrified that this little girl is going to these big extents. And why is she doing this? And there's no dialogue in this in this entire game. Um, it's all just kind of like audio. Like it's like sounds mm-hmm. and yeah. Moans so it's definitely more like, yeah, puzzle based and story based. <laughs> And creepy based. Is that a thing? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. And so you're starving. You, yeah. Oh, it's definitely spoopies. You are so hungry and you just see people around you eating and eating and eating and eating. And then you absorb the powers from the lady in the kimono and you just kill everyone in the mall. 
Oh. Like seriously, like that's the that's the end of the the first book or not the first book. The first game is <laughs> you become the little nightmare. I'll you say you did. Yeah, people are trying <laughs> to eat you. You're trying to get past them. They're trying to eat you, and your powers just snap all their necks and they're dead. Like it's it's it. I was shocked. It was creepy. Shocked. This game. This game. That's like it, it's creepy, you guys. It wasn't, it yes. was, a, it's a good game, but it is creepy. It might give you a little bit of nightmares. And then you just walk into the light up the stairs and the game ends. I like that. She did escape the maw and then she'll go upstairs out of the basement to get a muffin. Hopefully. Which will fulfill her hunger. <laughs> and forever. her life's destiny. Yes. <laughs> That's my take on the meaning of this game. What's yours, Steph? Uh, um, mine is like you have take your to, time. It's a big philosophical question. I'm I sorry. feel like it is. No, like you have to, you have to take care of others. Like it's all about gluttony and how it drives you to do awful things when you aren't being taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we are all fans of true crime here, so I think that we know that that is true. Yeah, because we know sure. we hear story after story about ha- people whose childhoods were awful and they were hurt and beaten and abused as kids, and they do the tor- horrible things when they get older. And not that that makes it ever okay, but it gives you some reasonings. Yeah, and so this girl is doing everything she can to survive. And she just can't, so she snaps and kills everyone and is, has to keep going on with her life into the light. Is she inevitable? Because she snaps <laughs> and kills everyone? No. Uh, oh. She is not Thanos. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you yeah. get to a little night... Sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, yeah, no, it was fun. It was, it was a fun, like twist. You know, you really weren't expecting that to be the end. Like you were kind of just hoping for her to just like escape this area and be okay. But Mm. nope. Nope. Yeah. And like, um, child murderers, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a great thing, you know? (laughs) Not a good subject. No. So little nightmares too. And you got a little nightmares too. You are are no longer six. You're no longer in the Maw. You're in a place called Pale City. And you are Mono. Um, Little Nightmares 2 is technically a prequel. And I I feel like they love... Real quick, sorry. I feel like they love doing that kind of thing with video games. You know? Like, I've seen it many times. Um, I know there's more than one, but the one that especially comes to mind is Red Dead Redemption 2. That is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. Mm -hmm. Well, and even a lot of aspects of The Last of Us 2 are prequel set, are setting up The Last of Us 1. That is true. Yeah, there's definitely some, like, good backstory and flashbacks and things, but... Yeah. Anyways, I just think that it's just, it's a really, it's a a cool way to, um, for storytelling, for sure. It's a really... um, I don't even know the right terms because I am not a writer, (laughs) but it's just, it's a good structure, you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you have that murder and you see the story go down and then you go into his past and check out what happened there just to loop it back to what we were talking. Okay. 
delete that part. <laughs> I got you. No, no, no. I, I was following. <laughs> um, on a video version, we like rarely delete anything. So if yeah, you're so stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Marley, you have to tell a joke that lands to flop next. Oh, good. That means go I'm now already. Do so it that's now. Good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes or nothing. Uh, we'll see. Well, I'll, okay. uh, I'll be uh, thinking. Oh, also, your hair looks very nice still. <laughs> Thank you. It does. It's we did Marley's hair last night. And by we, I mean, Erica did. Except we it got a like a lot night. straighter. It lost yeah. its curl throughout the day. Anyways, we don't need to talk oh. about my hair. Let's no, cut that out. <laughs> we had a nice girl night. <laughs> okay, now that we each have something we regret. Um <laughs> what was Last your take on us- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Last of Us 2 or were not Last Little of Us Nightmares? Two. Little Nightmares 2. <laughs> you can talk guys. about Little Last of Us 2 if you want. Mm-hmm. Little Little Last of Us. Little Last of Us. Is that the us. crossover Last that of we the night Last of the Nightmares? Crossover we don't need. <laughs> Ooh. I think we do need it now. Yeah. Or do we need a do we need a submission about crossovers that we do need? <gasps> oh, that's a good idea. I'm writing this we down. Okay, we continue. Some of our content ideas on the podcast. It's true. <laughs> well, Steph, keep keep going. Keep going. Okay, Little Nightmares Two. You are not six. You are mono, and you're wearing a paper bag over your head. Oh. Um, you kind of start out in a forest, a creepy ass like backwoods hillbilly-ish forest um, and you get chased by a hunter who you end up killing so that's a great way to start a game mm. about again a game about children um, but you find out that this hunter has six being ca- held captive in his home so you kind of don't feel bad um, and you and six travel through Pale City um, a city full of if the first game was about gluttony, this game is about sloth. Um, there's a big element of like being controlled by televisions. Um, there's a big element about uh, like people being controlled by other people and like learning. That sounds very weird, but there's like this a school teacher is one of the villains and it's very scary and creepy. That part um, was really difficult. I remember it. it took you a few tries. Like it was not an easy like puzzle area. <laughs> she was like a dinosaur and she was teacher creepy. with a long neck. Neat. Well, you say you well, know like all you of don't our fourth even... grade teachers. <laughs> well, and you don't even notice that at first, isn't it? Like, because you have to get your, if I remember right, you're like in the classroom and you're trying to sneak past her, and it's not until you're, like, in the next room over, and you, like, do something, and all of a sudden her giant long neck comes from the other room. Isn't that isn't that how it happened? Yeah. Yeah, and then you're just like, what the heck? Like, where did that come from? And you realize that was the teacher, and yeah, that was, that was really creepy. Yeah. You guys, the bad guys in these are horrifying, but fantastic. I mean, there's a whole, um a whole hallway, a whole section where you're in a, like a sanatorium, <gasps> like a hospital. Uh. And like, it's one of those things, like when you're looking at the people and like dismembered body parts placed together precariously. Yeah. And, there's a lot like, of body parts in this one. <laughs> yeah. Hands like, yeah. Like Adam's family esque, but like, yeah, when you're looking at them, they don't move, but when the lights are off or you're not looking at them, they come towards you and kill you. 
So that took me forever to do because I'm not good at stealth. I'm not good at small details like that. I'd rather like crash and bash my way through everything. Um, <laughs> there was parts where they're in the school, the children all have porcelain heads and you have to smash their skulls. In. Oh, that's I, think nice. I missed that part. Oh my goodness. Uh, the overarching bad baddie bad of this whole game is when you go through a television set, the static of a television set um, via or like similar to the ring. Did you guys watch the oh. ring child? No, I refused. Where I watched the- white noise, which has a similar premise. Yeah. So yeah, you crawl through the television and then you see the tall man. I think they call him the tall man. It's slender man. Like pretty much it's a tall, creepy ass person who just kind of watches you and then absorbs you in like into them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm spooked. <laughs> yeah. It's it's they call him the thin man. Um and the thin man captures your friend six. So you have to go rescue six. Um and so you have to go through the television. And then it comes like this maze puzzle and I hate mazes. I hate mazes. You have to go through the right doors to get to the right place, then go through more doors. And I was not loving that part. And you get to six, huge six with long arms. Who's obsessed with like a, um, a music box. And you have to smash Mm -hmm. the music box because it's controlling her. Telling you. Yeah. It's all about like control. And, um, and then you have to race past the thin man through this terrain and you leap over a big, well, sorry, I hit that a big gulch reach for six's hand and you drop. You don't make six it. Six doesn't catch you. Let's yeah, you, die. you six goes on without you and you just get stuck in this room all alone sitting on a chair. And so the end portion is this time lapse of you sitting in a chair stuck in a place that you can't get out of. And then it flashes and you're a little bit older and a little bit thinner. It flashes again. You're a little bit older, a little bit taller and thinner. And it flashes again. And you are the thin man. You have become the bad guy. And then it kind of does. This is something that I didn't get to. There's a element where there's um, glitching kids that you need to like release throughout the game. And I didn't get all of them. But if you were... Yeah, if you get all the glitching kids, it gives you a final extra scene where you exit the television um, and then you pick up a pamphlet that's on the floor and it's an advertisement for the Maw, which is the beginning of Little Nightmares 1. And he's thin, so he's hungry. Mm -hmm. And then you see um, like six in in the background and then it ends, goes to black. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. When I played, I really didn't love the ending. But, but now? I didn't get the extra scene. And I think that that adds some context. And I don't think, like, I knew it was a prequel. But I don't know if I knew that there is as much connection to the Maw and, as, as there is. So it sits a little bit better with me now. I think I threw a little bit of a hissy fit when it first ended. I'm like, really? That's how they're going to do it? Really? But I, I I feel more comfortable with it now. And I'd be interested to see if they'll do a Little Nightmares 3 and do another portion of this creepy, gloomy, dark, sad, depressing world. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's little nightmares. I mean, if they're if they're gonna do, um, they could do all the way up to little nightmare seven because it sounds like they could easily do the the seven deadly sins and like do a game for like each one because if they did like gluttony and laziness sloth, sloth yeah, like that is that is one of the seven deadly sins, right? Uh-huh. I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's still five more that they could do, and that would be a really interesting element to this yeah. series. Find me up for the lust one. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite. Be okay. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I'm not going to make that comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, the gameplay was pretty good. It's puzzle based, which isn't my favorite, but it wasn't like super hard puzzles. The stylizing and the aesthetic was creepy as hell, but so good. I That's what drew me in, I think, so much, is the aesthetic, is just, like, creepy cottage core, And mm-hmm. I was here for it. Some of the, like, fighting, what's that word that we use when we talk about combat? Video games? Combat. Wasn't great, and it was very, like, time-specific. Like, when you had to crush the skulls of the little porcelain children's heads... <laughs> There was like a huge timing element to it. And I hated that. I went through that several times. And I think at one point, I think it was at that point. I know there was one point in my streaming of one or two that I rage quit. And I'm just like, I'm getting so pissed off. I can't keep playing because it's not going to be great streaming. Yeah. So I give, I, I give it, I, if I have to combine the two, I probably give them a seven out of 10. Like I would suggest the game. I would suggest that you play it and feel the feels and be creeped out. But it's definitely not the best game that I played, obviously. It's it's not Super Smash Brothers or Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> oh goodness. Yes, Lindsay. Um, so oh no, one of my ceiling lights burned <coughs> out and I have no way to get up there to replace it. Oh um, no. Anyway, I it's gonna be bad. Um anyway. I was wondering if you had a favorite like level or boss just aesthetically or gameplay wise. Like, is there anything that stands out as like, Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. One of my, in the first game, I think it was the kimono. Um, she, she, her whole thing was light. Um, and you had to like stand in the, uh, I think you had to stand in the light. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, you had to stand in like the dark so that she could and she would use light to try to get to you. And you had to beat her using a mirror reflecting her light back at her. And that was very cool. And then the second one, I remember there's definitely a level where you have to crawl up like books in a library. And that was when you were with the school teacher. And so she's like following you with her long neck and you're hiding behind books in the library. It's a cool aesthetic. And I think like you being a small person in a big world is a lot of fun. like they they did a lot of fun things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to use a lot of like fun, different props and whatnot. Um, like you're using a bunch of wood pieces to get across like um, like a gap or something like in the gap and stuff. Yeah, or you'll yeah. use like um, like buckets to get you someplace, go up a a thing, um, or get across a stream, or just little. Yeah, like little props like that. That was a that were a lot of fun. So, 
Yeah. Well, and I'm sure I'm sure you liked it too. That those the, both of the games they weren't super long, you know, so they no. weren't very time consuming, and and they were very linear as well. So you weren't you weren't expected to to do a you, lot of like exploring or looting or anything. Like it was just very much like get from point A to point B. And sometimes you had to figure out how to do that by using like the props and and things or being chased by somebody, you know, and you have to kind of think quicker on your feet, you know? So I I think that's, if you're definitely looking for a game like that, then, you know, the, like, if you like the linear games, like I do, um, you know, I think it, I think it works. I think this is a great, this is a great option. And, and especially like, I know we're still a couple months away from October, but like, hey, you've got two great games that you could play during spoopy season. Yes. Yay! Yeah, I think they're both probably under five or six hours. So yeah, you're not spending a whole lot of time playing these games. And like I said, they're not heavy story based, but they're creepy enough that you can put pieces together and be like, holy I never want to be here. (laughs) You know, and that's a good setting. That's a good yeah. feeling to get without any dialogue. I like that. Yeah. So I, and I do think that Little Nightmares 2 was a good additive to the series. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, why did they make a sequel? But no, this, or prequel, or whatever you want to call it. It was Little Nightmares 2, the prequel to Little Nightmares 1. This one, I think, really was great. So I want to look up if they're planning on making a Little Nightmares 3. And if they're going to do the seven deadly sins, like that would be such an opportunity. Come on, people. Yeah, I feel like they should. It says Little Nightmares 3 and other series game likely not happening. Oh, no. Yeah. Not yet. We'll be focusing on a new, on a new development. Well, fine. Fine. It'd be fun to check out what what Air Studios. Yeah, whatever else these developers have, you know, if they if they can make um you know a a good game like um, Little Nightmares One and Two, you know, let's see what else is up their sleeve. Yeah, could be fun. Yes. So in preparation of Spooky Season, which we're always in preparation of Spooky Season, must be real. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Take note that this would be a great game to play where you're not putting a ton of effort and energy and emotional energy into playing this game. But it's well worth the time that you do put in. Awesome. Well, good. Good job, Seth. Excellent. Yeah, excellent presentation on that. I Thank think you. you were very well spoken. And yes, go check out some of our clips. Not just my clips, although I am the funny one. All of us have different clips from our streams, and they are enjoyable. Obviously, we choose the parts that are funniest, or like we're screaming, or crying, or barfing. Honestly, sometimes I just go back and do my I clip my own clips. It sometimes just happens. It's nice when someone else will do them for you, like in the moment, but I'll, there's times where I will go after my stream and be like, oh, that was kind of a fun moment, and I'll just do a clip. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get in the habit of doing that. <laughs> you should. Yeah. I make um Blake does it for me all the time. I don't make him do it. He does it for me. So you should make your boyfriend do it for you. I tried. Good idea. As a supporter of the podcast, I command Jason and Jahi to do (laughs) their girlfriend's clips and Beyonce's clips. Anyways, we... (laughs) Should we we do our not a sponsor? Yes, we definitely should. Look, I got a little banner. Oh, look at that. It's our not a sponsor segment. Why don't you start us off, Marmar? Good, because I wanted to go first anyways. (laughs) It's like I was sending you 
brain waves or something. Okay. So my not a sponsor is a TV series that was only eight episodes and I totally watched in like two days. No big deal. Um, and it is the Netflix original shadow and bone. So it's based off of a book series, actually same author, but like a couple different series that it's like based in the same world. And I've heard about these books. Um, and I hear that they're really good. People really love them. It's it's one of those like book universes that's easy to just like get lost in and have a lot of fun with and just really get to know the characters and all that fun fan girl stuff. <laughs> Anyways, but I just haven't pulled the plug and gotten into the books yet. But then I saw the, the Netflix series and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't feel bad about watching that before I get to the book. So I'm just going to watch it. And sure enough, like I was very pleasantly surprised. These, um, this series was, it was super fun to watch. I do have to say, yes, it was a little confusing at first because they're just, they're, they're throwing, they're literally throwing you into this new world that you know nothing about. And they start shouting off like names of places and people and countries. And you're just like, okay, what the F are they talking about? So I did have to do some Googling just to, kind of help. And they literally, they actually have like articles online. That's like, so you haven't read the the shadow and bone books, but you watch <laughs> the Netflix series. So let's help you out here. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, it's a very fun, like fantasy world. I, and it was actually really well done. They, they had, um, I mean, cause a lot of the characters are kind of like younger you know, like young adults. And so it was fun to see some new, like up and coming actors and actresses be a part of this, you know, it wasn't just like a bunch of like A-listers that we already know of. So it was fun to like see some new actors and actresses as well as some other familiar faces kind of pop in. And Ben Barnes, if you guys know who that is, he played Prince Caspian forever ago. Oh man, he's still around? Oh yeah, and he was in the he was in the Punisher seats. What do you think would have two. happened to him? I don't know. I <laughs> have yes. a dark mind. <laughs> he he is he's a he's a very good addition to this series. So, anyways, if you guys are if you haven't even if you haven't read the books or you have read the books, you're probably still gonna like the series. So just go watch it. It's fun. And the thing that also helped me be more excited to watch it is that they did confirm another season is going to happen. Oh, so yay, that always helps. Yes. <laughs> so I, yeah, I recommend the shadow and bone series on Netflix. Nice. It's only eight episodes. You got this. It's fine. I can do, commit to that. You can do I it. I was telling days. Marley though, I've been watching TV that you have to, that you can watch while you're on your phone, putting like effort into a television show. I'm not, I don't know if I'm there yet. With your baby. I'll blame the baby on this one. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Lindsay, why don't you go next? Uh, So mine's kind of an unusual one. I treated myself earlier this week and got Paper Mario and the Origami King. Nice. But I'm not doing my not a sponsor on that because maybe someday we'll cover it. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the original Paper Mario. I don't know if you guys ever saw that played or know anything about it, but... It is such a wholesome game and it's so fun. And I just have the best memories of playing it with my sister and just going through the story and learning all the best recipes to have taste tea cook. And it was just so, I don't know. It was such a fun game. And so I've been thinking about that a lot, obviously while playing the new paper Mario 
And yeah, I'm just super happy with it. I've been meaning to go back to it. I need to like boot up the old N64 and get it working and do some retro gaming because it just is a little place in my heart that needs to be fulfilled. If you do put up the old N64, we should do a little party. Goldeneye. Heck uh, yeah. My OG Super Smash. Yes. Well, I'm saying yes to Goldeneye. (laughs) (laughs) Not Super Smash. (laughs) (laughs) And Diddy Kong Racing. Yes. Yes. I don't think I ever played Diddy Kong Racing, to be honest. Oh, really? It seems like it would be your jam. Like, I feel like you'd be good at it. I think I stuck mainly to Donkey Kong. Or not Donkey (laughs) Kong. Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mario Kart's also a classic. Oh, yeah, definitely. But what's yours? My not a sponsor is also kind of a little strange. My not a sponsor is my daughter tonight. Specifically, my <laughs> daughter during it's Father's Day tonight that we're recording this. And we were at family dinner with uh, my aunts and uncles and my grandma. And we were at dinner. And my mom was saying like the prayer on the food. And she's just saying like a normal prayer. And my daughter was like, Grandma. And like her own kind of big, yeah. My mom, yeah, she interrupted her in the middle of the prayer. My mom kind of ignored her, and then she did. She's like, "Grandma, will you please stop doing that? You're really annoying me." <laughs> and like children, of course, since she was four years old, she got away with it, and we all just thought she was cute and wonderful, and she is cute and wonderful. But yeah, that energy, that is like big dick energy right there just to tell someone <laughs> to stop talking because they're annoying you so hopefully you can we can buy it honestly i'm just gonna say that much <laughs> i know they said that to me they're like stephanie she has no filter where does she get that from i'm like oh you guys are lucky that i have a filter when i'm with you guys Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways oh, i hope that goodness. we can all have the energy of my four-year-old telling people that they're annoying them and they should just stop talking like maybe a little maybe May we have a little bit more tact, but we shouldn't have to listen to annoying people just because they're there. And you should definitely interrupt them in the middle of prayer. <laughs> should yes. tell them that. <laughs> like I said, tact. Tact is something you learn as you get older. So you wait till after their prayer and said, I really didn't appreciate sitting through that. <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. goodness. They're cute, man. That's a good one. I love it. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to me talk so much this episode. <laughs> I'm usually very quiet, so. <laughs> no, I'm very sick of hearing your voice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you did great. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, you guys, and don't forget to um, check us out on Twitch. We stream each week. Lindsay's stream, Lindsay's um, kind of how we're going to set up our schedule. Lindsay will do Mondays. I'll do Tuesdays. Stephanie's going to do Thursdays. Make sure you go and check out our Twitch channel. We have like a schedule up, but also we definitely keep everybody updated on our social media, specifically Instagram. <laughs> I've been failing at Twitter lately because I just Twitter. We are not it's, tweeterers. It's it's difficult. I I much prefer Instagram. Anyway, so just uh, <laughs> keep uh, keep keep following us on Instagram so you guys get all those updates about when we go live and if there's any changes to our schedule. And also we usually announce, that's when we announce like what games we're going to stream and something to to look forward to. So for those of you listening, we stream on twitch.tv slash cutscenes pod. So check Check us us out out. and subscribe. You can also send us an email at cutscenesandcupcakes at gmail.com. You could. (laughs) Yes, you could. 
Or just send us a message on any of our social media platforms. But not Twitter, because I probably not won't Twitter. look at it. <laughs> so something like email. We probably have uh, so many Facebook, messages on Twitter, Marley. Insta. <laughs> we don't. That's where our fan base is. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, why don't you grab a friend? Eat some cupcakes. And play some video games. Hooray! Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.